This is Season 3 of Views of the Bridge, a podcast about your Philadelphia Union. We're part of the Beautiful Game Network. You can find all things BGN at BGN.FM. Let's get right to it. Looks like he's lining up for a shot. Jacob Glesnes is going for it. Is. Oh, my oh. God! Gaddis, Ray with options, will cross us in, and it's back home by Casper Shabenga. What a slide tackle by Jack Elliott. Back to that shutout for Andre Blake. Fontana will give it a strike. Anthony Fontana has the go-ahead goal! One of the best teams across the league. But my word, Jim Curtin has pushed all the right buttons in 2020. And nobody will be able to take away the trophy from Jim Curtin and the Philadelphia Union. This is a five for five city. Put some respect on our name. Let's go, dude. Good things happen in Philadelphia. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to Views from the Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. In fact, it's the third season of Views from the Bridge, I guess, because it's the off season. We'll talk about that. Um... Your host, mathematically proven to be most of the time. Hiya, Evan. Good to see you. Good to, good to enter your ear holes again, as we do every week or so. Speaking of entering ear holes, Paul Catrino Jr. is here. Oh, what's up? Hopefully mm-hmm. uh, everyone's doing well. I'm here drinking banana bread beer, mm-hmm. which is not as oh. bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, not that good, though. What did you think the uh, best possible outcome for that was going to be, though? I thought it was going to be a little sweeter. Yeah. I thought it wasn't going to taste like... Live live taste check. Uh, it right. doesn't taste like bread at all, okay. so I'm a little upset about that. Um, yeah. Is it a wheat beer? I am... He- yeah. Uh, I am here to bring you a health tip, though, oh, an actual boy. one, yep. which is um, now is the perfect time to catch up on your flossing. I mean, like, really get into that shit because you're wearing a mask half the time no one's mm. gonna see uh no one's gonna see your damage from the morning really mm. get in there and take care of your chompers it's the perfect time i can't do the dance so i'm yeah I, I was decline. i was gonna say i'm pretty i'm pretty sure you just mean catch up on the dance so yeah which i mean okay. is also a good health tip i guess because that's at least doing activities anyway uh hey speaking of being a little sweeter it's chuck booth Oh, you actually said something nice about me for a there change. There you go. There you go. It must be the off season. <laughs> Maybe this is new and improved, Evan, in 2021. There is a chance. Nah. I made a New Year's resolution. I can't tell you it yet, or else it'll be ruining it. It's okay. I didn't actually um, complete my New Year's resolution for 2020, and don't have enough time to complete it within this year. Mm. Mm. My 2020 resolution was to cry less, so that ended by March. Was that actually your 2020 resolution? <laughs> I don't remember what oh, it was. Okay, good. Because I I felt like we were gonna need to have a talk about that, but I'll I'll just move on. Hey, um, here's your here's your visual and audio. We're wearing the same color shirt today, Justin Ashcraft. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going. I'm not even gonna Go tell on. people what color it is. Nope. Fill in the blank. That. Make it whatever you Fill want. Fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Could uh, be black, could be blue, could be green. It could, could be. be pink, <laughs> could be yellow. Who knows? We know. However, if you mm-hmm. saw someone specific tweet, uh, you might know which color it is. Maybe, maybe. Gotta dig for that one. To- together mode in Skype is real weird. Yep. Hot start. <laughs> hot, hot start to the pod tonight, boys. I did not like where hot we start. were. Talking in that about setting. together mode on Skype. Talking about anything. <laughs> 
that is okay. not soccer related. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have I have plenty a pot- of time to talk about the soccer related things. Right. It's so, true. It's right. true. There's no, you know, the cap that we put on this is self-imposed. It, you're right. We you're could right. do this um, for literal hours. But we, Shouldn't. nobody would listen to us for hours. No, I don't even listen to you guys for 50 minutes. I feel like true. more people would listen to us for hours than we think would, though. That's probably true. Actually. My mom would stay on for the whole hours long conversation. You're right. Um. Yeah. Okay. So season three, right? Yeah. So, I think it's fair. Like, I didn't think we were gonna record till after the new year. Mm. So I was like, I need to work on a new intro for next season, and then we decided to record tonight and release today so you know it's like it is what it is season three is here because everybody wants to turn the page on 2020 so yeah might as well just start season three early yeah i mean who's keeping track hey love the intro by the way thank you justin as always yes yes it is the man the myth the legend it is a great one it is good it is good Um, you'll have already heard it by now you you did you did you heard earlier <laughs> imagine that's a great funny how that works um hey speaking of things that work potentially not mls next year uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah so Bruh. um the players are going to start a rebellion and uh, this I, is gonna just play out like should. star wars has anyone yeah, they checked should. on alejandro bedoya yet um, he is in a French pub inspiring people to start singing, and then he's going to march on the giant wall. You sure, he's not, so you sure he's not in New York about to burn down MLS headquarters? Oh, yeah, that, that works, too. Yep, so uh, the MLS owners have made the wonderful decision to try to play without any of their players next year. Um <laughs> Essentially telling them that the 10 months of the season that they did play, which was an immense sacrifice and a high physical risk for everyone involved, yeah. uh, and it is totally success. irrelevant now that it's over. Yeah. Like, so, uh, but, um, there, I mean, there's the fact that we barely had this season because yeah. of the fact that we were gridlocked for actually getting these um, CBA discussions done. And then now they want to roll back basically most of the gains that players were able to get in the CBA. That negotiation finished during the coronavirus lockdowns for the CBA. But they want to renegotiate because of coronavirus. Um, it, like, I, un- I understand that the league lost revenue because of not being able to have fans, but it's not like the owners can't take the hit and they didn't have to travel nearly as far as they would have during Uh the season. So like operating costs went down. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like we have this conversation in USL realms more often but like what is your percentage of costs right so like is your percentage like is a high percentage of your costs every year traveling or is the highest percentage of your costs player salaries and then it doesn't really matter what happens with covid because you're still paying those players no matter whether they play 34 games or Mm. 25 games or whatever they play it's usually yeah 
Um, I mean, it's usually the actual stadium upkeep and then wages, but since most of these teams also laid off all their stadium staff during the season, they weren't paying those wages. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an interesting conversation to see kind of where this will put the league kind of coming out of this. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do if you like cancel this season. Like, it seems like you're just in a worse spot than you were last year. Yep. I mean, at this point. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, last year was like, hey, guys, we got to try to make this work. Now, this time around, today, it's like, oh, mess around and find out. Because this is the most backhanded thing you could do to these players right now. And also, with all of the um, basically like good feelings about everyone in MLS and the future of the league with um, these massive player sales outgoing and actually like playing a competitive game in the ccl final um just like there's so much building up where next season depending on how it starts and how it goes is a massive springboard for the league and so um needing to then stall everything because of these negotiations unless there's already a plan for how they're going to end quickly could really backfire a lot of growth. Yep. Just this is this is a truly critical time in this league's history right now because you're watching player by player across this league get shipped over to Europe and that revenue is coming in and the spotlight is now on Major League Soccer to keep throwing out these competitive fixtures. And creating an exciting league and shining light on these young players. And now you're basically going to have 80% of these players coming forward now and being like, this league doesn't back us <laughs> one bit. Like, this is the second time in a year that we've had to try to, like, negotiate just to, you know, we're trying to save face here. It, it's not like these players are asking for, you know, bougie jets and everything it's it's remarkable that we're even at this point this is this is honestly the last thing that i really thought would come of this season because i thought mls and the players handled it so well Mm. like it was much across all the professional sports leagues mls really did a sterling job of being able to reschedule and putting their foot down when it mattered. The bubble was a massive success. I I, I don't get it. I, I am at a loss for words for once in my life on wow. a topic related to soccer. <laughs> we finally Sorry. found one. Yeah. There you go, everybody. You if you're playing along at home and bargaining. you want Paul to stop talking, just bring up CBAs. Yeah. Both in, in soccer any and, and out of it, probably. If you talk about like unions, I'll probably be like, oh, the Philadelphia, and then you're like, no, 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 like the, you know, local electricians union who also stopped talking. I think it's interesting, because I would love to know where this is coming, like, which owners this is coming from. Uh, uh, 
You know, like which Jeff owners Burdick. pushes through? Jay Sugarman. Ugh. It could. It let's be. Right. Let's be real. Wow. All of them. All of them. I would, say, the, I would say the gal. I would say the galaxy. I don't all, think all the, of the owners don't actually have the money to spend if the league didn't have a salary cap. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um. So I will not, say. Not the blanks and the crafts. Right. Um, and I don't think the 900 blanks, no. owner consortium of LAFC has been able to meet in person to, to discuss this, <laughs> like the UN. So I don't think they dissented. Because, uh, you know. They're just like, I, whatever you guys say. I think half of them talk. don't even know they still own the team. I want to do like a where are they now in five years about everyone that was involved with owning LAFC from the jump and just ask them like, do you know you still own this? We could. It's like it's a, it's a timeshare, but we the, let our niece the title use it. Of of soccer teams. We could start that with. Uh, we could start a research study on Angel City next year mm-hmm. and just see like what happens with their ownership group. Yeah. Like that would actually be really cool to do. Kind of. Except. Women are women tend to be more organized and know where all their stuff is. So, you know, they're like, "Oh yeah, I own a team in LA." You know, that's yeah. cool. Filed right here. Uh, guys, like what? Yeah. In my color coded file folders. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Don't even. Ah, love that. Yeah. Hey, you, uh, if you want me to start talking sure. again, talk about color coding files. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of things that uh, Paul doesn't want to talk about, uh, Mark McKenzie going to Gank? What do you mean? I'll talk about that all morning, and I'll even spell the team name wrong when I'm tweeting mm. about yes, it. Yes, sorry. Uh, he, he's going to he's going to Gent, right? Which is also a team in the Belgian Super League. I, this is such an easy thing to get right that I'm surprised that Paul got it wrong. One letter difference. Honestly, Changes were you paying attention to the Belgian League? No. No, you weren't. Except for, you know, Gen plays in the fourth tier and Genk plays in the first. No. No. Wait, what? What? <laughs> we can't be spreading both this information. Are, both are in the first tier, but one is... has a terrible logo that looks like they sponsor old cigarettes, and the other Wait. has a jersey that I will probably buy. I'm sorry, oh, they, yeah. they sponsor old cigarettes in the way that they sponsor, like, old, stale, left-out cigarettes? Or, like, they're an old cigarette company? It, it, look, it looks like a Colo Colo rip-off Every, logo. Everyone who hasn't seen it, please look up their logo. It's like... Mm. It's mm-hmm. like the Kaiser Chiefs, but worse. Great band. <laughs> oh, the team, but yeah, great band. Mm. Um, no, I mean... This, uh, at the surface level, if you're looking at it as just he's moving to Europe, this is a good move for Mark, right? Yeah. If the Dutch League and the Belgian League are indeed combining, then this is a great move for Mark because Mm. the competition becomes twice as good. And their ability to springboard defensive talent is absurd. Like, even the smaller guys that they've been selling off over the years, everyone's going to, like, focus in on, like, the Koulibaly's and, you know, guys of that nature. But mm-hmm. there are, like, in the last five years alone, they've flipped four center backs for quintuple, quintuple what they've paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always good for one mess up. Ah, whatever. In, in my yeah. long-winded speeches. But, I'm always here for um, a selling fee. 
Always and here what's for crazy so is that really what's standing in his way is three Colombian center backs that are there right now. They do play with three center backs. And from what I can gather, they're going to be getting rid of one of them. Mm-hmm. That seems to be uh, John Lucimi. Uh, he is actually the youngest of the three, but he has just outgrown his price tag to be on that team. Mm-hmm. He's at the same level right now that they sold Koulibaly back when they did the Napoli. It's like it's written in the stars. That's going to be it. So that does really set him up well to slide right in because there will be a starting position up. And this is really good for him. Like we don't want, we didn't want it to be a giant team because you want him to get sold again in a few years when he has the chance to hmm. actually prove himself, and then you get more money. Well, sell-on fees. Define giant, because I mean, I was, I was more concerned about the specific league that he was in more than I was about the team. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously a chance at Champions League or Europa League with a middling team is probably better than just being on a terrible team in a good league. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's where you had your reservations about him going to like a Union Berlin yeah, in the Bundesliga. I mean, and Yeah, my, my, tier, my tiers for Mark McKenzie moves were Premier League, um, just mostly for purely selfish reasons as I already covered that league <laughs> and it's by far the easiest to be able would to have been still, really easy for um, sure. yeah. do everything for surely um, <laughs> then uh, tier two would have been like Hertha Berlin where he can mm. theoretically make Europa League but isn't on a team where he can't walk in and be a starter and you also have the John Anthony Brooks went through that team. So there's, again, precedent for American center backs. Mm-hmm. Um, after that is then the... The... Um, yeah, yeah, that. Jank. The gank move. Jank, gank, jank. With a K. Move. <laughs> um, be- because of just their development and the Belgian League being able to flip players. Then you have your bottom tier Bundesliga move to like a Union Berlin where mm. he could be a good player on a terrible team or they could get relegated. We don't really know. Um, and after that is Kelton. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Way down the list. Yeah. I just, just like, there's nothing that's very appealing about being in a two team league where then you just, like, hope that you don't get bashed in Champions League. Mm. Yeah, like, you need you need to be a standout star in Scotland, in Scotland to be able to get that next move. At least here in the Belgian League, <laughs> yeah. At least in the Belgian League, if your team is succeeding and you're getting these European chances... You are most likely doing something right, and that is elevating your status if you're coming from a place such as an MLS team, and this is your first European move. Mm. All they have to do is keep making, you know, European championships in some way, shape, or form, and it's just going to keep growing. 
It's really good for him, though. The The fee expected to be right around where Aronson's at. Like, I, I, I don't... I don't think I could be... I'm not going to sit here and say that one person deserves more than the other. This is kind of very poetic you in can. a way. That, I mean, you can. I'm not going to. Okay. And I doubt. And, and I implore most of Union Nation to not sit here and try to bicker about which two kids have been playing together for years now deserves more money in their European move. Just be happy. Have you been on Twitter? I know. I am going to... Gonna it's get free. Shit on for this anyway, so whatever. But don't do it. Hey, uh, Justin. Speaking of uh, center backs, what does this do for Brandon Craig? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, other than give us another Brandon Brendan on on the team. I mean, he might be he might be able to actually make the eighteen next year, considering yeah. we'll we'll need a big hole. center back big on hole. the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I. I always I forget think... that he's as lanky as he is. He's so thin. <laughs> Someone feed that boy. I mean, Jack is too. I don't know. But at least yeah. Jack's like British. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Oh, Jack's that? British. So no, go away. Oh, he's go a... <laughs> away. I don't know. <laughs> Paul, sh- sh- it's okay. It's okay. I mean, uh, so yeah. I think. The McKenzie move, I mean, as a Union fan, obviously, is awesome and great, and I love it. But I think for me, like, the other thing that I'm thinking about um, with this move and and Brendan's, but it is just really nice to see Americans succeeding around the world and not doing these stupid, like, oh, it's the MLS offseason. Let me go play at Everton for four months and then come back Mm. and play in the U.S. Like... It's this like, is maybe like, if he trains hard enough, he'll make the team. No. Guys, he's like, going to Bournemouth on trial. That's huge. <laughs> well, no, David Beckham was the most annoying thing on the face of the earth with that shit. Yeah, the underwear ads? David, David Beckham wasn't even American. I was but talking I just, about but I just, Donovan, but I just but, mean, you know. the, that moving for four months, it immediately made me think of just um, him leaving LA Galaxy and then coming back like, oh, I never really left. Like, thank God that that's just not a damn thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Paul, to your point, I do love that we're not excited about a guy going out on trial with the Premier League team. We're too busy focusing on, you know, selling our homegrowns to European teams. Making money moves. It's a bit of a, a bit of a step up, if you will. I'm sorry, Justin. I did cut you off, though. With no, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Cut me off all you want. I mean, the reality is, I think, like, wait, wait, for wait, me, wait. it is, like, it is... <laughs> Obviously, we'll have to see what McKenzie does long term, and if he if he succeeds long term, and and all of that kind of stuff. But it it is just nice to like when you look around the world now, and like McKenzie and um, sorry, McKinney and Dest, and you know these guys who are actually succeeding at big clubs. Yes. And and then you've got this whole other tier of of guys like Brooks and Adams and. And all these other guys who are seeing kind of at that next tier of clubs as well. And so it's just, it's nice to like look around the world and like, oh, there's an American on that team. Oh, there's an American on that team. And no, they're not just like a partial, yeah, we'll play them in the cup cup games, but they're like bona fide players and starters on their teams. Yep. Like it, it wasn't a like, oh, wait till Jordi Alba gets healthy at Barcelona <laughs> and then death sits forever. It was like, oh, oh no, Dest is 
is still playing. We'll yeah. just we'll just switch sides. Like it's really good to see. It's also very nice that you have a fullback that can do that to allow Sergio Dest. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very it's nice when you have that here with a guy like Ray Gaddis, who's just like, I'll play anywhere, man. I'll play striker, left back, right back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it does open up doors for the really good players, and just one of them happens to be, you know, a U.S. national that we have desperately needed someone at that position to play at a high caliber for a while. Ever since we got too hyped on one Meandre Medlin and Moo Castle. Hey, he... You can just say DeAndre Yedlin. And and also, I I don't know, there's no defamation lawsuit happening there. You don't know that. You don't know what's going on in my life. After leaving Spurs for Sunderland, he's had a relatively good career. Like, it's not like he hasn't made a shit ton of Premier League and Championship appearances. Oh, Yes, but when you look at the way Dest is playing right now, it's like, well, how could you not? That's a, well, like, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, who cares? Someone's supposed to pass Yedlin. Okay. And, hey, you know he, But it was care. his for the taking. You, yeah, you really, like, yeah, and it was it, his and for the taking. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, and it's a shame because we had those things where we were why? getting so hype but, on these guys uh, for the, a couple years. But that's the thing. I don't understand why that's a shame. You should always be striving to get better. He had that position. Didn't do badly at it. Now someone is going to do it better. It's a shame because he almost had it. Like, we... Okay. He didn't almost you know what have he, it. He, he, you know like, what he actually has? Large amounts of money in his bank account. And, yeah. you, and you know what he did have in the 2014 World Cup? Speed. <laughs> speed. And those are the only two things that matters. Speaking speed of where in the world money. is Julian Green? Uh, uh, I used to I used to know this because he showed up randomly in my football manager said I um, started a FIFA team. With oh, him. that's right because he went back to he went back to FC Dallas from somebody from uh, yeah Firth in Germany. Firth. Yeah, I tried to sign up for the union. He snubbed me to play for FC Dallas, and so I won MLS Cup twice. <laughs> so nice. you know your Karma. move, Jim. Karma. <laughs> back to Karma. back. MLS Cup, back to back in fake Private. spreadsheet manager. I'm the best. Jul- Hire Julian me. Julian Greenwatch. Greenwatch, yeah. Julian Green to the Philadelphia Union. Watch. There we go. There it is. It's out in the, it's out in the world now. I mean, hey, you should watch. Guys, it's much better. It's much better than Balotelli watch. Let's speaking let's of transfer rumors, are we all really upset the Union clearly missed the boat on Jimmy McLaughlin today? No. Oh my god, I was just about to write an op-ed about... About <laughs> Jimmy McLaughlin? <laughs> no, I can't even... No. How, how John Hackworth, Danny Cruz, and Jimmy McLaughlin in 2021 are going to revolutionize the American soccer game. That's right. Sorry, that came out really terrible. I, I don't... They're doing fine. Oh that was shit, really, where's the quote? <laughs> no, really they, shitty of me. The Union are very clearly moving for Nuhal Guzman of Tigris because his contract is expiring and quote um philadelphia <laughs> oh, union the best team in the regular season wants a goalkeeper who does not fail in important matches matches to secure the chase for mls cup yeah. jim Curtin knows it and asks for guzman <laughs> what 
Jim's burner is really leaking out some, <laughs> some, some news. Hey, um, Evan, yeah. you can't forget that um, that uh, Corbin Bone and An- Antoine Hopeno are both in, in Louisville as well. So yeah. we're really having a good 2012 listen, to 2014 listen. Philadelphia reunion. I'm having in, uh, the Bethlehem Steel are having a renaissance in Colorado Springs for no reason. Well, no, that has a reason. They have a very good reason. Anyway, yeah. And and then yeah, if you really like the union from like 2014, Louisville City. <laughs> they're all there and, they're just and if not you really you like that team from I mean, then it's better that it's why? Louisville now instead of Cincinnati is it is it though uh, one team is at least a lot more fun to root for that's true you're right it's Part, true uh, I don't know everything about Cincinnati is depressing plus they're I mean Louisville, it's just their their women's team colors, logo, everything else. It's, it's fantastic. true. Yeah, yeah. I do love that we're able to somehow always just ride on Cincinnati. <laughs> we're in the off season, but Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Making big moves though. Making big moves. Chicago though. making oh, big Mar- moves to change their logo. I'm sure we oh, talked oh, about that. But we did God. talk about that. Thank God. Yeah. Hey, should we do some like awards or? something you want to do um, something well we we also haven't talked about how just absolutely terrified i am for the future of the back line without mark mckenzie cleaning up everything would you like to put that on hold until like i don't know we know when the season's gonna start <laughs> but our, but but i mean yeah <laughs> i i am just i am curious yeah. for um which mm-hmm replacement is more important to hit immediately on Aronson uh, and McKenzie. Uh, Aronson. I'm tired of telling you, Chuck, we have multiple center backs on our yeah. on our roster. Matt, Matt Real can step Nathan in and Harrell. play center back. I've just heard a lot Apparently, of things. Cole Tur- Cole I've, Turner I've heard a whole lot of things too? that give me zero confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that last sentence where we both said Matt Real can play center back. I never want to see Matt Real at center back again. Ever. Especially yeah. since we also need to kick Kai Wagner out of this team, so he should be the starting left back. Ooh. Indeed. You're just going to go to the back three. Because Ky- Kai Wagner is literally searching the internet every day for transfer rumors on himself, especially now that the union will have um, completed two moves and he's still here. He's going to get less than the homegrowns. Chuck. You know, you know, you know no. in your mind right now no. that Ray Gaddis is going to be the right back and Mbizo is going to be the left back because you know we can't put Matt Real in the field. Matt, uh-huh. Justin. Matt Real started a lot of games last year. Justin, you know For... that you are looking at new starting center back, Ray Gaddis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to go throw Or, 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 or <laughs> I, I we're forgetting this. Alejandro Bedoya. Has played center. The, the only interesting is he'll see um, Yes. Well, no. The only interesting <laughs> center back prospect that I have even heard a peep about yep. is, which I still don't believe that he exists until I finally see him step on the field for the Union. Mm-hmm. Orvets. Who? Matej Orvets. I don't. Wait, he plays. He plays I, for us. That's a son. Who? Apparently. <laughs> oh. 
still well, under fun. contract. Is he like one of the academy kids that no one's heard of? Um, was protected in the expansion draft, so... Yeah. It's really fine. I think He was protected I, from himself. That's what they didn't tell you. <laughs> Chuck, I'm actually not scared about our center back prospects unless Jack Elliott or Glesnes goes down. I think I don't I just don't the, I don't think that them together is a strong enough central pairing for they're tall where what what the union should be competing for as well as, and I mean you also need to make an extremely strong signing anyway because there's so many games that they can't play them all and at this rate um Collins getting on the field and no I mean, one wants I, that no, no, I agree with you. I agree with you that we need to make a center back signing. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, in general, I'm not worried about it because you do have Elliot and Glesnes, and I think Elliot's going to come back. I would hope Elliot's going to come back pissed about losing his center back spot for most of the second half of the season. It would be kind um, of fun if he McKenzie'd it. Yeah, I mean right. that is what lit the fire under Mark's ass to begin with. Like. Right. So I think like that is a good sign for me and then i also think if if what we're saying is true that kai gets shipped and i do think that imbizo and real are going to be given a chance to win the outside back spots and if you have both of them in the outside back spots i think that's gonna allow you know i think lesnes and elliot will be fine um i think you you can't get beat yeah, I mean, I think Kai got beat deep a lot last season because he pushed up the field. So, if Real's not going to push up the field that much. He is going to push up the field, but he's not going to push up the field that much. So, I think it'll allow everybody to sit a bit deeper. Um, and that's why I think you got a hit on the on the Aronson signing because um, you need that creative playmaker. But I do think we have to make a center back signing and a starting quality center back. And it's also going to leave a lot of battles in the midfield, too, that are going to have to charge, especially if they're going to keep trying to play a high press, you know. A lot of those, whoever's working in the midfield, which better not be Alejandro Bedoya for every minute of every single game this upcoming season. You need someone with legs to be able to go after these guys. But, you know, that's going to come down to it a lot as well. But, yeah, I, I mean, right now it the back line feels safe to an extent. And I don't know if this union team is going to sit there and be complacent on it in exchange for signing a world-class midfielder to come in and, you know, try to really unlock their attack. But we'll see. They do have quite a bit of money to play around with as long as Jay Sugarman doesn't want to take a vacation to Bali Bali. And we're going to end that on that, because that's ridiculous. Yeah, I was yeah. really just hoping the podcast was over right there. Yep. It, Bali, it's, Bali. It's not. We still have warts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Paul? Paul? What in the fuck was in that beer? Paul? Welcome yeah. to yeah. the Views from the Bridge Award show, no, no, everyone. No, 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 I am not no. your host. Now I don't want to. Now I don't want to do the whole segment because of this. Hey, um, yeah. Chuck, if you want some fun names for center back next year, um, AJ De La Garza is a free agent. Matt Bessler. Ooh. Uh, Lawrence Simon is also a free agent. Oh, that's a fun one. Mm. Strength to strength. 
Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. there there's some free agents sitting out there that, mm-hmm. you know, you could sign. Yeah. Or I not. mean, I'm, I'm completely okay with um, signing Bezler, especially considering, one, he can play the side that I'm least confident on, and uh, that he Carbon has points. experience both winning things and in CCL. Yeah. There's some fun goal scorers also on yeah. free, this free agent list. There are a lot of fun like names on MLS free agency this year. It's actually... I mean, if we weren't the Supporter Shield <laughs> defenders, then I really would be taking a look at this list with a lot more interest. But it's, you know... This is a bit in uh, Austin FC's play right now to start picking some talent. Fernando Adi. Oh, hey. There you go. Champion. Uh, yeah, so uh, do we talk about the, like, assist of the year and the goal of the year? The goal of the year should not surprise anybody. It's Jakob Lesnes. It's well, the only one you all explicitly remember. Yeah. Because it was <laughs> from right forever quarantine. Away. Do you guys so remember that goal <laughs> where the goalkeeper bumbled the ball and Andrew Vooten tapped it in from like two yards out. I mean, yep. I feel like that was like goal of the year right there. I, I don't remember him. Over it. <laughs> did he play for the Union? He did. Uh, the, uh, he had a goal line clearance. That the was Union, really important. He, so he we should play, totally He played him. in Germany, disappeared for a few years, and yep. now he's back to obscurity. Uh, no, uh, no clue. We will eventually stop talking about him. The Union posted a video of uh, Fontana's game against New England where he scored twice and the only thing that I saw it's a good video, you should, you should watch it It's good. Uh, somehow Anthony Fontana has like black hoop earrings and I hate it um, but he subbed in for, for Wooten really? and I just immediately went yeah get the fuck off the field <laughs> <laughs> yeah you suck he didn't and he also didn't high five Matt Real when he subbed off so that's how you know he's a terrible Oh my god. Yeah, terrible. He's so high fiveable too. Yeah. Listen, if if I know the high five everybody before you you know come on now. Every play every teammate you pass on the way out, you give them a high five. Yeah. And I just want to know what people said to him on the, the bench after he came off after not scoring for sixty minutes, like the nine out of ten appearances he had. Um do we want to talk about our second favorite goal of the year or something does anybody have a second goal that they like would put up there yes i would i would absolutely love to my second favorite goal of the year was none of the goals that ray gattis scored all season long happy holidays everyone i set him up for that um it's it's sergio Uh, santos in space um completing his hat trick with a kind of side-footed volley that he made look way easier than it was yeah. to do in full speed. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a lot. So I mean, I'll take Fontana's from the top of the box. Yeah, that was Phil. Wh- which uh, one? Absolute Phil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, game, the... the New England game? Yeah, the New England game. The... I, game I, I, I do want to see an overlay of each of Fontana's goals just on how they're the exact same. Except for yeah. a ship. 
which I would take the chip because he goes to hit it full speed and then just dinks it over Matt Turner. Yeah. Classic gotcha. Yeah. Matt, Tur- Matt Turner got scored on a lot <laughs> this year. By this team, which does yeah. that make us think he's not as good as he is? Or is he actually... No, I think it just makes the union better than Matt Turner. Yeah. <laughs> Playoff <laughs> loss or whatever. There you go. Cares, there it is. Who cares about that? Yep, there's the there's the response. Yeah. <laughs> we had to play them else. six times. It took them but six times. But they made it to it's the also conference. tough because most people who are comparing Matt Turner to people are trying to compare him to the rest of the goalkeepers in the U.S. men's national team pool, which is, which is a pretty shallow pool. Yeah. Whereas we're comparing him to Andre Blake, who should be in a better league if Jamaica had a higher FIFA ranking. I still don't think there's not there's not a single no there nobody can I, I don't understand these people who look at the U.S. pool as shallow as it is and say Matt Turner is better than Zach like, Steffen. I bring him into like a January camp. No, I mean I don't, nice, but I don't think but... at least most people that I've seen aren't saying that he's better than Steffen. They're just saying he's better than all the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a I really still... easy way to find out if that's true or not. I guess. I still don't know that he's better than, like... Yeah, I mean, if you can't stop the Union from scoring, I don't see how you're going to stop international opposition from scoring, but that's just me. I still don't know that he's better than Johnson or Hamid, so I don't, like... And, and they're not great, so... And this is why we're... This is why you're, we're your second favorite Philip. Yes, exactly. Because we get off track all... Because we we'll, talk about the we'll second... We'll bring up, we'll bring up Matt Turner National. every week until... I don't know. He stops playing in MLS, I guess. Sorry we ruined your holiday, Matt. Sorry, guys. So I, We know you listen every week. Yep. We get it. We get it. Hey, uh, Andre Blake won save of the year because who else would certainly... <laughs> it, you yeah, know that... who it wasn't going to be, you know? Not Joe Bendick? Not Joe Bendick. No. Aww. Joe Bendick goal of the year. There you go. That's... And even and even if he did have one, yeah. they already like told him that he's not coming back. So they totally no, they're they're like, um oh, but... they're renegotiating. Mm. He has not officially <laughs> been told that he is not coming back. It's true. Allegedly, they have they just haven't told him yet. <laughs> I don't know with all these goalkeeper rumors. He seems to he seems to be completely I mean... fine with just being on this team and never playing, which. I really don't have an issue with the Pirelli. Nah, neither do I. Deep cut. Deep cut. I mean, reference. as long as Freeze is the number two, I don't really care who the three is. Yeah. And hopefully, someone neither will, does someone Joe will find a reason to have an issue with our third string goalkeeper. I'll do it. Someone will. I'll do it. Okay. He sucks. You're, you're brave. So brave. <laughs> he's bad. <laughs> That's my issue. Is that he's bad? Why can't we have three number ones, Paul? What's wrong with you? I don't think Tomas Romero has graduated yet. <laughs> he's still That's, here uh yeah in uh, spirit in college and he's playing in college yeah and they own his mls rights so he's still here yeah yeah uh do we want to talk about player of the year i mean i feel like that's a more interesting discussion than the one we're having right now about the oh, third string keeper for the union it's it's dre mark brendan or font Apparently, according to Independence Blue Cross, who, as we all know, are our number one source for Union Awards uh, candidates. IBX, baby. But yeah. not ba- sponsors of the podcast. Based on performance with or without yeah. him, it's Martinez. 
Yeah, honestly, like, <laughs> Jose Martinez was such a revelation this year, and I'm so happy he's on this team. Like, I'm too happy that he's on this team. I think he's amazing. <laughs> I mean, Paul, it's Paul starting. gushing about Jose nothing Martinez. Brings, no, nothing start. brings me more joy than knowing that he's on this team. There's also just nothing more endearing to the city of Philadelphia than literally your first appearance for a team, you getting a completely bloody face, and then carrying on destroying the opposition. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fair. And then midseason when you stand up to World Cup winners. Yeah. In the same game. Just get in their face like, At the same who are time. you? you? Right now you're a loser. I have more goals than you right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, so wonderful. Yeah. So great. Uh, but realistically, I think you got to give uh, you got to give Player of the Year to Andre Blake because he's amazing. Like, just it it honestly does bring me sorrow that he is not playing in a major, major, major league that is not Major League Soccer. Hmm. I I chose the wrong word there. Yeah, I'm, I was gonna say he's playing in the major most major t- leagues. Yeah, in theory, this is the most major league. <laughs> but, like, he's so good, man. And he would do this anywhere. He really would. Like, we're blessed to have him. And that's just a its a weird thing because he was drafted with the number one pick in a super draft that our sporting director could give two fucks about. So... I mean, it shows the nice progression of how the draft used to be worth it for teams mm-hmm. like the Union, and now it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's not. Because, <laughs> I mean, I... even Jack Elliott, um, yep. deep draft pick, going to be a starter next year, mm-hmm. playing in a back line of... Well, Ray Gattis will still be in that back line, so never mind. Um, half a back line of non-draft picks. <laughs> I think, for me, yeah, I I mean, like you said, Chuck, with or without him, I mean, I think, obviously, there's players who are better, but I I do think that Font, in a lot of ways, rescued our season. You know, I think there was a point late in the season where we were looking, you know, I think we had dropped to fourth or maybe even fifth, and it was looking not great. And then there was a couple games where he just stepped on the field and decided, I'm just going to score goals. I don't know what the yeah. rest of y'all are doing, but I'm going to score goals. And I think for me, like, that that shows how valuable he he actually was. You know, and I, I think, like, yeah, you can't make the argument that he was the best player for the Union all year long. No, I think that was either McKenzie or Blake. But mm-hmm. I think he did something special this season specifically. You know, and that was awesome to watch. And when you look at how valuable the points were at the at the end of the season, he's the reason they rescued like five of them. So, you know, it's it definitely can't be overlooked. That uh, I I really like that though, Justin, because I remember sitting here going, "Well, we almost lost to New England again, but luckily <laughs> we have Anthony Fontana, and it just." Now nah, you're spot on there, though. I I definitely definitely agree. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why and, we were asking for him to start 
basically the entire second half of the season. <laughs> yeah. Evan, who's your player of the year? Uh, I, I think if we're going... Um... You can go whatever direction you want. We all gave a slight iteration. Overall body of work, Mark McKenzie. I, I, I think I agree, though, if we're going for would this team be where they are without Anthony Fontana? No. Um, and, and to add to the point of saving our season, um, usually there's a weird spot where every team hits a funk as far as not scoring goals, and they have somebody or a committee of people to drag them out. And I, I think the union have had that funk pretty much every year of their existence, sometimes all year. Um, and it would be one thing if we didn't hit on the transfer and Andrew Wooten just wasn't the guy and, and that was the end of it and we finished like fourth or fifth or something. Um, I don't think we've ever had a year where there was a guy that kind of stepped up and went, no, 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 we're okay. Uh, and Anthony did that. And he was not the guy that anyone I think expected to do that. But apparently he put in a shit ton of work in the offseason and, and during practice and training and became the guy that can finish like few other center mids can in MLS. Um, yeah, I still and, feel bad for Matt Freeze about um, all of those practice shots that he had to get scored yeah. on him. Sorry, buddy. Did it for the club. <laughs> love that. Love that guy. Love that Matt Freeze. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think if we're looking at most consistent performer means you're the best, I think Mark McKenzie. If we're looking at impactful performances mean you're the best, I think it's I think it's Anthony Fontana. Um I think it's funny that I think Brendan Aronson's kind of on this list because of transfer. He's very good. Yeah. But I don't think it was like, yeah. oh, and he's the guy that makes this team what they are. He's the guy that makes the organization's thought process what it is. So maybe from a justifying our existence standpoint. <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it, it's it, it was not a transcendentally good season stat-wise for Brendan Aronson. It, I but, think it was just know, more people paid attention kids, and he was good when people yeah. were paying attention, which is great. A lot of kids that age don't really get the chance to even score goals and assists in MLS. Yeah, let so alone all that able to through the keepers. Yeah, like you know, just to be able to do so in a filthy fashion really and upsetting. yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's why he's there, and he deserves to at least be recognized as you were very important to this club. I mean, and Brendan, Brendan does a lot of dirty work too. Yes. I mean, I think like his, you know, totally. his. Stat-wise, and maybe even his impact on the season, 2019 was probably a little bit better than 2020. Um, but I think, you know, he still had these moments. You know, he steals a ball in midfield, dribbles, 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 and shoots and scores. You know, I think that kind of stuff makes him look really, really, really good. And then I think he just, he does a lot of dirty work off the off the field, you know. And I think, or like off the off the ball. And I think... If he was, you know, if he was 20 pounds heavier and three inches taller, you know, he'd really be a force to reckon with, um, especially in MLS midfield. But that was probably his downfall by a little bit. Um, anything else from anybody? I think we're doing all right. Pretty close to our hour, our yeah. hour self-imposed yeah. limit. So here we go. Oh, that means we need to bring up two. some nonsense. Yeah, 
some nonsense like our Twitter at VFTV Pod. You can find us there. Uh, I will say we're gonna do um, our own awards that will not be the cute like oh, Defender of the Year and Assist of the Year. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ray Gaddis tweet at Paul Katrina of the Year, even though he'll probably try to squeeze that in, but I, I'm not having it. Um, so Paul, well, Paul now wants Ray Gaddis to get a red card. Right. Which, yeah, you know, I saw someone. I saw nice someone pivot. playing FIFA today, and there was like four red cards in the game, and the first one was Ray Gaddis. It was in the eleventh minute. I was like, "How in the cinnamon toast hell do you do that with Ray Gaddis?" Anyway, he, he would never. That being said, I, I mean, if, uh, I'll eat a, if he gets a red card ever in his career. I will eat a hat. If that's, it was that's the new stipulation. If it was in FIFA, that's because FIFA changed like three weeks ago and just decided to give red cards willy nilly. After not giving a red card for the first like three months of the mm. game's existence. Ah, mm. oh, that's pretty cool. Um, Glad they're still working out those scratches. If anybody has weird categories that they would like us to vote on, and by that mm. I mean weird pseudo family friendly categories <laughs> they would like us to vote on, like for example, to I'll tip our hand. We're doing best Sergio Santos haircut. Mm. And I would like to do worst boots of the year. Yes. Because aesthetically... Because that's imperative. Someone it needs really to is. know they're wrong. You play it every week. You're in these boots. I need you to know they suck. I'm mad we didn't do this several years ago. So we... Because for all the games that Keegan Rosenberry played in black boots. So bad. Oh my god. His <laughs> dress shoes. I mean, just everything Dre- about Keegan dress Rosenberry. There's, there's something about being subtle that I'm okay with, but you cannot come out with black-on-blacks that look like you got them from dicks and have me be okay with that. Especially when your team is wearing blue. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, any other topics like that that are not, like, I don't know, sexy season, sex moment of the year, please don't give us that. I won't answer it. He didn't well, now hold on, now hold on a second here, nope. Paul. I'm not entertaining whatever you're about to say. <laughs> I, I don't need to know about it. You don't need to talk about it. If you know you how feel, to shut me if up. That, if you feel the need to mention it later in text, great. Not now. Yes. So um, we're going to talk about the best MLS CBA of the year. Yep. We're going to talk about the worst Joe Bendick miss of the year. Um, the most important Andrew Wooten 30-minute cameo appearance of nothing of the year. And we'll give out another Golden Consensus um, no. for well, something. It, I would say it has to be the Wooten whiff of the year. That would mm. imply he and shot a ball on target. Who is going through all this game footage to watch these things? Because for, I'm for boots? certainly not. I'll do it for Boots. I will not do it to figure out how bad I hate Andrew Wooten. <laughs> I'll do it for Boots, though. Let's well, I mean, pause. Sergio yeah. Santos haircuts is an easy one. Yep. It's Sergio Santos, he wins. But which which one? I, we'll we'll figure oh. this out. We're we're oh. not gonna tip it now. Yeah, come on, Paul. Come on. You're the ones who are still talking about it. Oh. Like end of the damn show. Okay. Giving the oh, listeners you tease? a view of what you we're gonna be doing tease. so that they can give us proper things on Twitter. Welcome to hour three of Fuse from the Bridge. Anyway, yeah, so send us your requests for for categories. If we like them, we will talk about them. If we don't, then it never happened. It's okay. Um, Anyway, for Paul, for Chuck, for Justin, it's been real. It's been fun. I don't know if it's been real fun. Tell us.
and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Flip your tape over to side B. Thanks for listening to Season 3, Episode 1 of Views from the Bridge. You can find us all over the internet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pod. Do you enjoy the show and want to support us? There are two ways. You can head to DesignTree at dsgntree.com slash VFTV for our latest merch. Or you can just buy us a coffee or beer at ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash VFTVpod. Thanks for your listening and your support. Views from the Bridge is a podcast of the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm. Head over there to find all kinds of soccer writing, podcasts, and other content. You want to support a great local company and get jerseys you love? Icarus FC will design a kit of your dreams. Whether you need kits for your youth team, a Sunday league team, or just a cool promotional kit, Icarus does it all. Get started at IcarusFC.com. For Evan Villela, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft, signing off.